Evening, Nathan. Evening, Trevor. How are you doing, buddy? Yeah, I'm all right, mate. Not too bad. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to We Need to Talk About Movies podcast. And tonight, we need to talk about the 2013 comedy Bad Words, starring uh, Jason Bateman. Oh, is that who it is? Isn't it, Nath? Jason's Bateman. Yeah. Uh, it's your choice tonight, isn't it, Nath? Yeah. I've, this film has been on my shelf for a while. Uh, and I quite liked it the first time I watched it. Yeah. And I thought, do you know what? Maybe travel like that. Yeah. And here we are watching it. Yeah, we did. We watched it. Didn't, we watched didn't, it for this, didn't we? Didn't we watch it? We did. Um, uh, we'll come on to that later. But because uh, we like to talk about other stuff first, don't we? Oh. Do you remember what I do like to ask you first of all? What is it that you ask me first? We'll see if we can get through this a bit quicker than last week. I think nearly 25 minutes into the episode before we start talking about the film last week. <laughs> Was it really? Bloody hell. Right, okay. I know, we do gas on. But uh, I like to ask you, what films have you watched this week, Nate? Have you seen any films this week? I have actually watched one film this week. I don't believe you. No, I have. Um, no, I, I tell a lie. I've watched two films, if you include the oh. one that we watched for... The review. For the review, yeah. the podcast. Uh, but the other yep. film that I watched was the Guy... Is it Guy Ritchie? Snatch? Oh, yeah, yeah, Snatch. Yeah. Classic. Do like a bit. Did you enjoy it? Oh, I love a bit of Snatch, mate. Yeah, it's, um, <laughs> I've heard you do, yeah. <laughs> it's... it's <laughs> so, such children. Um, yeah, no, I did enjoy it, mate. I enjoyed it the first time I watched it, and I've enjoyed it every time since. And Yeah, yeah. I did used to love it. Um... Yeah, I just was gripped the whole way through. Just a real good, fun film, you know? Good, fast-paced. Yeah, 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 yeah. Really fast. Good, good performances. Yeah, and um, I just... Bricktop is brilliant. Uh, <laughs> Do you remember the uh, video where they'd done Star Wars and it was Darth Vader's voice, but it was Bricktop? over the top of Darth Vader. You ever seen that video? I don't think I have seen that. That sounds hilarious. <laughs> it was like when YouTube first started, it was like one of the first things right. on YouTube. Yeah, and it's Bricktop. But Darth Vader, they go, sir, the plans are... I don't fucking care what you're talking about, you cunt. I want a cup of tea. <laughs> 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 I can't actually remember the exact precise words, but it was great. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I do remember really enjoying Snatch and Lockstock, and I've got them both on my shelf that I've picked up recently uh, because I never had them; I didn't own them. Um, so I've got them both to watch at some point. Well, but... I think after watching Gentlemen recently, um, I felt like the need to go back over them, and Snatch seemed like the one that I hadn't seen for the longest time. Mm. Oh, yeah, for the longest time, and um, <laughs> yeah, so watch that. Cool, cool. How about yourself, mate? You watch any films this week? I have, actually. Yeah. I went to the cinema to watch the new Bond. Right, how did that go? Yeah. Okay, cool. Anything else? <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> it was, yeah, no, I, I enjoyed it. Started off really good. There's some really great bits in it. Uh, I did do a spoiled, spoilerful sort of review because it's, there was a lot to talk about, a lot to process. Right. So the following day I was on a walk and it was all going for my head. And I thought, do you know what? I just got my phone out and I just recorded myself rambling on while I was rambling on about Bond. So that's up now live. If anyone's watched Bond and wants to hear what I had to say about it. 
Uh, but I do like a bit of Bond, you know. I got quite obsessed with Bond in the past. Yeah. I don't know if you know that. Yes, I've been aware. We've had many um, Fleming-based conversations. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I watched that. Uh, and then we watched on Disney+, Plus. we watched Cruella. Right. With Emma Stone. She come round. Yes. Yeah, she put her feet up. She said, what should we watch? Uh, Can we watch me in something? How is Always. Because... I always find she only wants to watch films that she's in. Always, yeah. That's what. Well, that's what she done. She come around and goes, "Got Corella, I'm in that." I'm like, yeah, we have actually. So we put it on. It was good. Yeah, quite enjoyed it actually. Yeah, I thought it was good fun. It's good sort of uh, retro sort of sort of seventy, sixty, seventy soundtrack. It's brilliant. Did yeah, I did like it. Did Emma Stone, when she'd finished her cup of tea, start biting her nails and spitting the bits of her nails that she was biting off oh, into mate. the empty cup? No, she's just spitting them down the side of our sofa. She'd tuck it. I saw her take them off and then, like, pretend she's itching her side and then push them down the side of the sofa, like she does. I mean, she's, you know? she's going downhill, if you ask me. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's the last time we were having her around. I, I said that when she left. I said to Donna... She ain't coming round again. I don't blame I don't you, care. mate. I don't care how good her films are and how good she is in the films and how lovely she is. She's just it's just hard work it's, to look after. You do, it, she's no house, not house trained at all, No, it, it just puts you in that awkward situation where you feel like you have to say something, but you kind of, you don't want to be that person. You know what well, I mean? No, that's it. But, I mean, because I remember the time when Birdman came out yeah. and I was quite wanting to watch that and... She came around, she said, have you seen Birdman yet? I'm in that. And I was like, no, I haven't. And she's like, we're watching it now. And I was like, oh, I do want to watch it, but I'm busy at the moment. She's like, we're watching it now. And she just walks in, trod dog shit all up our fucking hallway. I was like, oh, Emma, you've trod dog shit all up the hallway. For so, fuck's sake. Not mate. my hallway, she goes. And just like started wiping it on the side of the fucking stairs, you know, using my stairs as a, oh, I couldn't believe it. I should have learnt then. I don't, I don't know why you tolerate her, mate. If I'm honest with you, it just it sounds like she's got nothing but disdain. You're just like no common decency, and that's the thing. Whenever you see her and she starts doing this shit, it's just like for fuck's sake, Emma, just just be a decent yeah. person. It would be so Pipe much down, easier, wouldn't it? Pipe down. Fuck it out. I know. It's not like when you have Kevin Costner around. He's he's lovely. He's a dear, but he doesn't do anything. Now. He never watches his own films anyway. But. No, he'll come round and he, he's like doing the housework, tidying up. He's putting your washing on, you know. Mate, do you want another cup of tea, Trev? Kev, I've just still got one, mate. I'll have another one. You know, he can't. Oh, he's baking. He's in the kitchen baking. What's he doing now? Oh no, that's Kevin Bacon. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, also, uh, old Jason Bateman. Jason um, Bateman, um, yeah, yeah, he come round once. <laughs> <laughs> no, Jason Bateman's in this film, Bad Words, that you suggested, Nath. He is, isn't he? Isn't he in this film? Yeah. <laughs> He's in this film called Bad Words that you talked about. And I thought, you know, Jason Bateman's one of those people, you see him in lots, but he's like, what? what is he, you know, what's he famous for? What would everyone think when I say Jason Bateman? on the group so i went over to facebook yeah we need to talk facebook.com we need to talk about movies podcast and i said jason bateman not a huge star but a face we've seen in lots over the years what are his standout performances for you 
And what they said? Um, well, Rob Jones says he's been in a few things with Melissa McCarthy that have been okay. Quite enjoyed his little bit in Central Intelligence. Yeah. The Freaky Friday ripoff that he did with Ryan Reynolds was watchable. But he always seems to be second fiddle in movies. I do like that he isn't afraid to be the butt of the jokes or send himself up and doesn't appear to take himself too seriously. But a sign of his vanilla-ness is that I had to look him up on IMDb to remind myself of his movie roles outside of Arrested Development and Ozark. Okay. So that was Rob's comment. Quite, uh, and, um, yeah, I haven't seen Ozark. I hear it's quite good. What would you, what do you think when you hear, you know, Jason Bateman? What's the first thing you think of? Well, this, this, the film we're watching now is, is the first film that springs to mind of his, um, of him being the main character. Um, yeah. I quite liked him in Horrible Bosses, if I'm honest. See, I've not seen that either. I think I've only really seen him in Arrested Development. Right. I think he's... I do love that series. That's great. Have you ever seen any of that? I haven't seen any of that, no. Oh, it's brilliant. I just... I think he's a good actor, and I really... Like, this just seemed like a real odd role for him to be playing, and I just thought he was brilliant in it, if I'm honest. Mm. Yeah, it certainly was different for him. Um, Becca Gulliver said Ozark... Although I've enjoyed most of his comedic roles, his performance in Ozark really just showed that he is also capable as a serious actor too. Yep. Alan Day said Paul or Horrible Bosses, maybe. Elliot Lewis oh said... Oh my Arrested God, he's the agent in Paul, isn't he? I don't know, I've not seen Paul. I got a mention last week, didn't it, Paul? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Elliot Lewis said Arrested Development. Again, yeah, that's that's all I know him for. But then Jason Paris says, a poor man's Michael J. Fox, which then made me think he was actually the in the follow-up to Teen Wolf, Teen Wolf 2, he replaced Michael J. Fox. Did he? Played his cousin in it, yeah. Oh, get on. And then... Um, I, mean, I think that was the first thing I've seen him in. There was a, There's another film that came out not long ago that I was watching on Netflix where he plays... Him and I think Nicole Kidman are brother and sister, right? And their parents are uh, a bit weird and sort of um, ah, it's quite an odd film. I was enjoying it, but I had to stop it. I never got round to going back to it. But yeah. I can't remember what it was called. No, I did see um, an interview. Will Arnett, who plays, you know, who does the voice of the Lego Batman and that, didn't he? And yeah. BoJack Horseman. He was on some American chat show and they're talking about Arrested Development and they say, oh, you know, you work a lot with Jason Bateman. What's he like on set? And he says, oh, he's an arsehole. But he's only joking. But then he says, um, he's getting his sister a role in Arrested Development. Um, he keeps telling everyone and she's there on set all the time and he's, he's really stoked that he's like, yeah, she's going to be playing my lover. <laughs> And then he says, but even though she's not been written into the script yet, every every break they're rehearsing together, the, the snogging scene. <laughs> <laughs> but he says it, it's funny the way he says it. Will Arnett's just hilarious, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, 
Jason Bateman in Arrested Development, he holds that family together and he's the, like the sensible, he's like a wholesome guy to look at, isn't he? You know? Right. Wholesome American guy. Um, and in this film, he just isn't that at all, is he, in uh, Bad Words? No. No. And that's, I think that's what I like about it. I mean, even like his haircut is um, shocking to see him with his shaved head. Yeah. Yeah, but I... Isn't it? I don't know. I quite like it. I just think he's, um, yeah. The Family Fang. That was the film, sorry. That, oh, right. That I was after. It's, um, yeah, Christopher Walken plays his dad. And it's a bit weird. Right. Hancock. He's in Hancock. Okay. Yeah, I've only seen that when that first came out. I mean, he's in loads, isn't he? Juno he's in, apparently. Right. Can't remember him in that. Oh, he's in loads, isn't he? Yeah, I think he's had quite a identity thief. I said that, didn't I? Um, with Melissa McCarthy, that yeah. that was a good film. But he he always plays a good guy, a nice character, doesn't he? Uh, he was in um, Mr. McGorium's Wonder Emporium. Yeah, and he's a nice guy in that as well. Yeah, even though he's is he a nice guy in that? Or he's, I can't remember. He's he's not a believer or something. I can't quite remember, it's, but yeah, yeah, he's a good, he, I didn't get him in this. I didn't like, it's like he was trying to clear that um, nice guy persona a bit with this film, isn't it? He actually directed this film as well. Did he? Really? Yeah. Yeah. It's his first film he's ever directed. Um, I don't know if he's directed others since. Oh yeah. Director Jason Bateman. The director's yeah. got the same name as the lead actor. <laughs> That's a coincidence, isn't it? What the coincidence is. Basically, for those of you who haven't seen the film, Bad Words is a movie about uh, a chap called Guy Trilby, played by Jason Bateman. Yeah. He's 40-something, and he's got a chip on his shoulder. Yeah. And he's found a loophole in... The spelling bee competition in a national spelling bee competition, which is a, a spelling competition for children, and he enters the competition and wins, much to the dismay of the organisers and yeah. the parents of all these sort of talented, gifted children. There we go. Plot. Did you uh, did you see who was at the first? Um, the first spelling bee who was there, who was protesting yeah, his presence. Yeah, it is the woman out of Donnie Darko again, who was in Little Miss Sunshine last week, wasn't it? Yeah, uh, the actress whose name I uh, Beth Grant, right? Isn't yeah, it? yeah, yeah. Real uh, horrible actress, but in this, I actually sided with her. You know, <laughs> from the offset, this character, his character, is just like. Yeah, what are you doing this for? You know, why are you here? Um, not a nice guy. <laughs> it's sort of like at the beginning, I was like, oh, this is a sort of like a Bill Murray character, but then it's soon like it's gone from being sarcastic to just plain right offensive, and it's there's nothing endearing about his character. I didn't think. Did you not think? No, uh. at all. In any part of this film, did I feel? Oh, he's a good guy, really. I just didn't... I didn't get it, Nath. I didn't... 
I just didn't enjoy his character at all. Oh. I didn't... Yeah. (laughs) I was watching it just thinking, like, there's humour in people being offensive, but this this didn't seem to, I didn't get the humour in it. It just was just horrible. And it's like I've said before, when we watched Bad Santa, I used to really enjoy Bad Santa, and then they brought the sequel out, and the sequel was just offensive for the sake of being offensive, and it just lost it. Yeah. This was on par with the sequel of Bad Santa to me. Yeah. Yeah, I just... Yeah, I don't know. I just didn't find him an endearing character at all. <laughs> oh. It's funny because I, I thought he was brilliant. I thought he was a great character. Yeah, yeah. I really enjoyed the fact that he was just so closed off uh, to everything and just didn't give a fuck what anyone thought. He had his own agenda and he was just like bollocks to it. I'm not here to make any friends. I'm just going to do, you know, no. taking no no I... prisoners, just doing doing what I've set out to do. Like you know, yeah. But. I didn't think there was much in this film that seemed realistic. Like, I always think there needs to be some sort of film logic. And in this, no one really reacted how people react in these situations. It just seemed, it just seemed like a script going through the motions to me. Yeah. I don't know. I really, yeah, I didn't really enjoy the film, name if I'm... If I'm honest. Did you not? No. No. Oh, well, that's a shame, mate. I really enjoyed the film. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I, I, mate, I don't know what to add to that, if you if you felt that. Go on, mate. Elaborate. I don't know. It's just, like, it was just nasty, like I said, for the sake of it. But then the end, you're supposed to think, oh, he's all right now. I, there was no point where I thought, oh, yeah, that's that's all right. He's He's softening. And I feel for him. It's like, why is he doing that now all of a sudden? Why has he gone from being a cunt to being all right a bit? But I don't know. And the, the relationship with the child, I found really weird. Yeah, Everything yeah, about it. It is a weird relationship, isn't it? Like, you know, because the kid's clearly trying to, to get under his skin. And then you find out in the plot that, you know, it is his dad's plan all along was to befriend him so that he, he would feel guilty beating him. And uh, hopefully he would sort of back away, and that he's the biggest threat, like you know, and all of that. And it's just like, yeah, but I, I don't know. I I really enjoy the scene where they go out and get pissed and uh, sort of wreak havoc on the town. I thought that was quite an enjoyable. Uh, yeah, see, I didn't. I just thought, what the hell are they doing? What is he doing? Why is he with this boy? If he's not letting people in, yeah, why is he letting the boy in? It just didn't make sense. It's like, you know the Bill Murray film where... I think that's Melissa McCarthy Saint as well, Vincent, isn't it? yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was... Where the boy, you know... That's a good film. That was done... Yeah, that was done well. You saw the slow sort of creeping in of sympathy and the relationship between them. With this, it just didn't it didn't make sense. I couldn't understand why... Why is he giving this boy the time if he's so closed off? And well, I think why initially the, he just wanted to go in and abuse access to his minibar, didn't he? Yeah, but I don't... It's like, why is his dad letting just, oh, yeah, I'm going to leave my 10-year-old boy to, like, just wander around the city with a strange man who's who's clearly not right in the head, 
Yeah. It's clearly vulgar. You know, it's just, it's so weird. Yeah, I didn't. And there's something about swearing at kids and getting kids to swear. It just, sometimes, I don't know, when a kid swears and it's like off the cuff and it's like, fuck, didn't expect it. It's funny, but sort of forcing a kid to swear in a film and showing a kid boobs, it was weird. To me, I re- I remember watching a documentary uh, shortly after, like the the um, what's his name, Jimmy Savile thing. Yeah, all about paedophiles. And one thing that paedophiles do is they like to make kids swear and say repulsive things, and you know, sexual things. And this film is just like. He's doing all these things. It's like, it's weird as fuck. And it's like, I just like, it's just, it, it made me feel uncomfortable to watch. More so than Bad Boy Bubby. <laughs> I, it's just, yeah, I was uneasy watching it. Right. Strange. But when you got to the other end of it, and yeah. then you fully understood the whole premise, <clears throat> didn't improve it at no. all? No. <laughs> it's like, when they said, oh, you know, about his father, I was like, there's only one character in this film who could be his father. Yeah. And that was Philip Baker Hall. So there was no revelation. Yeah. And I just think, well, his mother as well, when he talks about his mum and growing up, she sounds like a horrible woman, repulsive woman, self-centred and sort of vile. And what you see of Philip Baker Hall, he actually seems like a genuine, nice bloke. So you sort of think, why would he stay with this woman? You know, what was the circumstances that that relationship came about? Anyway, you don't know any of that. To me, Jason Bateman's character is like, he has lived his life during this script and a little bit, before there doesn't seem to be any background nothing seems believable and yeah i certainly think that his relationship with his mum sounds absolutely toxic and vile and that's well where he's got his personality and now to ruin this spelling bee to get back at a dad who he doesn't know why his dad left you know his mum's that horrible and unsavory and untrue to him that why would he believe anything she sort of told him it's yeah you know, he's not grown up with a father. No. I don't I don't know. It's like I didn't buy I just didn't buy any of it. It just seemed really weird. And it's like, is he really that wordy? Has he like I don't know. It just nothing in this film struck a true chord to me. I just don't know. You try sell it to me because <laughs> It was. Oh no, me! No, I just, it's, it's, I just got through it, and I was like, "Yeah, I don't know." It's not my job to try and sell it to you. If you don't like it, you don't like it. I'm not going to try and convince you otherwise. No, I just, you know, I, I didn't. It sounds like you're questioning it a hell of a lot more than I did. I just sort of watched it and just sort of laughed along with it, like you know. Yeah, but I didn't. Just there was no point in this that I laughed. That was the thing. If his like offensiveness was sort of like bad santa but this was just i don't know it just went too far too quick and 
you know, where it's got the ketchup on the seat. And, yeah, that girl, he's trying to put her off and he gets her to lean forward and pick something up off the floor or something. And then he puts ketchup on her seat and she sits down and he's like, oh, I, when you bent over then, I, I could see you've started your womanhood. Oh, oh, I could see, you know, oh, oh, it's special time. And, oh, my God, it fucking made me cringe. It made me curl up. It was repulsive and creepy as fuck. It reminded me of a clip they played on that Savile thing where he's does this thing called Tra- Savile's Travels and he records, it's for the radio, Yeah. and he records, has children come into his caravan and he records them and they send all the safe bits back to the BBC but all the tapes come out of what else he said and he's just getting these girls to say horrible things and like... That, when he's doing that, I'm just like, this is fucking weird, you know? I think you're being a it's, bit extreme, mate. I think... Uh... I f- no, I thought the... I just thought it, it just made me really uncomfortable watching him saying horrible things to kids. And that was like, having seen that documentary, that was the first thing that came into my head. I'm thinking, who fucking wrote this? You know? <laughs> I, I think he was just sort of, uh, you know, the character was just taking no prisoners, trying to get to where he wants to be you know he's the character has no ulterior motive with kids involved in the film uh you know obviously like you say if there's if you think there's some underlying pedophilic tone in the uh, writer andrew dodge then that's a different kettle of fish altogether but you know as far as the character's concerned in the film he's just uh you know he's just he literally he has to in his mind, to achieve his goal, he has to get to the final two. He wants to completely ruin and make a mockery of this tournament. So uh, just to sort of throw it back in the face of the father that abandoned him when he was young, like, you know? I don't think it's yeah. really got any paedophilic tones in it personally, but, in, you know, you're looking at it from a different perspective, I suppose. Yeah, I don't know. It just, it just like, him gallivanting with the kid and then getting a prostitute and showing the little boy... A pair of boobs and it's just weird and having the little boy saying oh you know i want a girlfriend with nipples it's like just so then they can lead on to a scene where he has a prostitute showing the little boy boobs it's just yeah i don't know weird oh it's quite gutting because all of the bits that you're sort of really offended by i found quite <laughs> amusing you know me nafe i like a dark comedy but yeah i just didn't find comedy in this i just and it like the, the the woman reporter the, the relationship they have is just fucking weird as well. It just just didn't make sense. <laughs> I thought that relationship was brilliant. I love the fact that they're so fucked up that they she can't he can't she won't have anyone look at her whilst they're having sex. Otherwise, she can't finish. And then the bit where he pokes his head out the side of the shower curtain and he's like, "Oh, is that making it easier?" And you've got no idea what you just leaves you fuck knows what they could possibly be doing in that position <laughs> and then then he looks back at her and he's like oh no no yeah don't look at me no i get it yeah no no stop look i just thought that was hilarious like you know i didn't um didn't ask too much of that and then uh sort of like when they're sort of trying to get their own back at him for turning up at the uh at the tournament at all and then they make him stay in the um in the little closet yeah i thought that was a brilliant little touch i enjoyed that and then um yeah, I don't know, mate. I just, I just thought all the way through, I was chuckling. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just, yeah, I thought it was a funny film. 
I like the bit where uh, they go into the toilets and they put a lobster down the toilet and then Matey Boy gets a lobster on his pecker. I thought that was funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I didn't... I didn't... I just... Sorry, Nath. You know, it's the first time that you've suggested a film that I've really, like, not enjoyed. I mean, even, like... I've, I think I enjoyed Velocipasta more than I enjoyed this. <laughs> No, I, just, I don't know. I just I don't believe that just for a didn't second. Get this. No, I just didn't really get it. I didn't laugh. There was nothing in this that made me laugh out loud. No, I just thought it was quite yeah the weak weak film to me. Yeah, well, that's a shame, mate. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> well, that's all right. You don't have to like it, mate. That's you know, it's just as how it is, isn't it? No, and I mean, like the relationship with that Catherine Hand. She just it was just strange where she's just trying to get an interview with him and then he'll it just says screw and it's like what it's weird oh do you mean fuck off i mean screw take it you know, like and then the next thing they're banging and it's like that's not a punchline to that scene that's just like why would she why would any woman fucking go from that scene to that scene you know that's what i mean nothing made sense it just like enough there was no reality in any anyone's reactions to anything in this film it's just weird that scene with the woman in the in the restaurant and he just starts going on about her vagina and <laughs> just like, you didn't find that funny no it's just like why would anyone say that and you know it's just i don't i don't buy it and i don't buy that character then at the end being nice to that boy it just doesn't doesn't seem like the same person oh, I don't know I think he just wanted closure <sighs> you know and I think he went about it you know and you, we all know that he's gone about getting it in the wrong way you know we can all see that there's no no one's arguing that well he does he does say that doesn't he yeah. through it you know that's his narration saying that but it just I think uh, being a parent perhaps and sort of seeing this relationship with the kid, there was no no endearing relationship. Like in Bad Santa with the boy, and he's like clearly like sort of not all there, is he? And they're exploiting him and staying at his house, pretending he's Santa. Yeah. And the boy's like talking about the walnut or something. <laughs> I can't remember what. But he uses him through that film, but then he slowly he starts to think, oh, this boy can't look after himself, you know? And it's the slow relationship of this surrogate family growing and it just seems true. But I just, yeah, I just didn't get it in this film. I didn't see it sort of as a, a realistic growth in the film. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know what to say, mate. I mean, you know, I'm not going to try, you know, you clearly made your mind up and, you know, you don't like the film. I'm not going to try and sell it to you. No point. It, you know, that's the thing. You don't have to like every film we watch, do you? No, it's, it's the first one we've really like had a difference of opinion on. I think, um, and we said we've said before we need one like this every now and again <laughs> to show you know we're not all just oh this here to love each other's films, and I'm not just you know I'm not just saying this because I thought, oh, I need to not like one of Nath's films. I just sincerely just didn't didn't enjoy a bit of it, really. It just missed the mark for me. And, like, there's lines in it where I'm thinking, oh, they must have had a hell of a fun writing this, where he's like, 
that Philip Baker Hall like sends up, meet me at the duck pond. Yeah. And uh, he says, oh, do you like ducks? Oh, they're okay on a plate. It's like, they're just, just obvious. It's not comedy. It's not a joke. <laughs> it's like, I don't know. I just like, there's loads of bits like that. And I'm just thinking, I don't, oh, dear. But yeah, just how he talks to children. And yeah, that does. Every, everything is sexual. It's just fucking just weird. does seem to be a huge sticking point for you. Yeah. And I mean, that starts right in the word go. So it's probably that that made me feel, oh, no, I don't, don't like that. Yeah. Uh, and then it doesn't let up. And Oh, well, I'm sorry, mate. No, don't apologise. It's not your fault. <laughs> just, uh, yeah. I hope this doesn't make it awkward for everyone listening. <laughs> 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 oh, God, they're having a domestic... <laughs> Oh, we're not, we're not having a domestic. <laughs> no, no, we're not. Um, but we're only half an hour into the podcast, so we've got to say something else. <laughs> I wasn't going to come straight out with it, but I didn't know how to not... Well, there's no, no point beating about the bush, mate. It's, it's what it is, isn't it? You know what I mean? I mean, I... I you know, there wasn't, there wasn't a part of the film where I wasn't enjoying it. You know, that's a it's a no. it's a real weird contrast for me that I struggle to get my head round that um that it's something that I've enjoyed quite a lot and I've watched several times and you, you there's nothing in the film at all that you enjoy. <laughs> no. Um Alison Janney, perhaps. Alison Janney. <laughs> she was like the like the first time I saw a character I was like quite realistic. You know, the president of the word being right, yeah. thing. And the chap who'd done the, the talking as well, you know, the... Uh, the enunciating. Yeah, the, the enunciating, yeah. He was quite good. Um, But yeah, I mean, I just didn't get it. I just didn't understand the dad sending his son on this mission, you know, and just... It just seemed strange. And for ages, I was like, why is this boy on his own? And then when you find out the dad's sort of pushing him to get these answers, it's just... Uh, to get into his head. Yeah, I mean... I don't know. And the fact that he let him get into his head as well. Guy Trilby becomes friends with him and takes... It just... No, I don't... It, do, it doesn't seem... The notion of uh, the spelling bee and everything that they're doing <laughs> within the film and the parents and the way they're behaving and how erratic they are about it, in my head, doesn't seem any more ridiculous than anything... That you, not not necessarily in Little Miss Sunshine, but the behaviour doesn't seem that sort of pageantry. Yeah, yeah that crazed, of, ridiculous. Yeah. We must force our kids to do this at all costs. To sort win, of yeah. Behaviour, yeah, like, there is know? that, but yeah. And I think you know there could have been a cleverer film in this plot. I don't know. I just I just think it went for vulgarity uh, over comedy. I think you know I've seen I like vulgarity, but. Not not in front of kids. Yeah, that, it's just a weird line to tread, but it was just like there just wasn't the jokes with it. I don't I don't know, it just the way he talked to everyone, women and children mainly, you know? Just absolutely obscene and I mean the catch up on the girl's seat was just oh, I was like sinking into my seat watching it. I was like, Oh, this is just weird. And he just kept, doesn't just say one thing, he just keeps going on and keeps <laughs> adding little bits. It's just fucking creepy. Oh. And, uh, yeah, I just keep thinking, Savile's Travels, <laughs> when I'm watching it. <laughs> like, 
It's weird. Wow. Yeah. See, I, I, at no point through the entire film did I ever sit and think anything about paedophilia at all. Not once. No. Well, like I say, maybe I wouldn't have had I not seen this fucking documentary where they just say, you know, it's one of the traits yeah. of a paedophile is encouraging children to be vulgar and to like explore sexual ideas and you know i I gotta be honest i don't watch documentaries about pedophiles well i watch documentaries about all sorts of things you know it's not just like oh there's a pedophile documentary on <laughs> you know the whole jimmy savile thing was on it was big and i like to sort of get into these news stories yeah you know? yeah i know you do i know and uh yeah i watch this and it just highlights what warning signs basically you know uh, it's the same when I watch politics and I've seen f- things about like fucking psychopaths where they say like tell signs for fucking like narcissists and you're watching all these politicians just talking on the news and going, that's a tell, that's a tell, <laughs> you know, it's the same thing for that. I notice things having seen a certain amount of documentaries into sort of the psychological analysis. I, I really, it's psychology that interests me in all these things. Yeah, you know, yeah. What makes people do this and what can you look out for? Because as a f- parent, you want to know, like, you know, your kids always come, oh, can we go and stay around so-and-so's house? You don't know who these kid, who these kids' parents are. Yeah, do you know? sure. And you, I, my, I myself would always look to see, do I trust this parent? Do I, get a good feel about them before I let my kids go and spend any time with them, yeah, you yeah. know? And, yeah, I suppose there's that in it. But So are you suggesting that from what you've seen that you you would – not suggesting, but are, <laughs> are you saying that from what you've seen that you, you think that Andrew Dodge might potentially have some sort of – Some issues. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, there you go. See, I've not watched any documentaries that portray or betray any of the tales of the uh, of the paedophile, and um, I also did not in any way pick up on any of that through watching this film. So, no, maybe there is something in that that people need to be aware of. Yeah, well, it's like you know, I don't know. Uh, he, he's probably a really nice guy, but it just the the script and like the oh, I find it really funny to sort of have kids swearing and have kids, people just saying really horrible things to women and to like, oh, oh, you've started your, your special time. You're becoming a woman. Oh, it's so proud. Oh, it's not just fucking weird. Yeah. Just oh. made me crawl a bit. <laughs> oh. And yeah, my estimation of uh, Jason Bateman just sort of was dwindling as the film was going on. And I was like, uh, and then I read up a bit about this is his favourite film he's ever done, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh dear, I used to like him." <laughs> well, but now I'm not so sure. I I still think it's a great little film. I still enjoy yeah. it. I probably I even you know it started playing again, and because um, it was on DVD and I'd gone out of the room, and when I came back in, it was started playing again, and I sat down and started watching it again. It's weird, isn't it? Yeah. Still. I don't know. I mean, I've seen, like I say, there's other films that are like it that I've not never had a problem with, you know? Yeah. But I think they've handled it better. 
I don't know, this yeah, just I mean the little boy is a good actor in it. He's a good little actor. Um Rohan Chand went on to play um Mowgli, I think. Right. In the Legend of Mowgli. You know, it's it's not a bad cast in there. There's a lot of people I sort of recognise. That Catherine Hand, she's just done the uh, Marvel series, hasn't she? Um Wonder Vision. She was like the one of the characters in that. Right. Becomes sort of a background character who becomes quite a big character in the end of that. And I thought she's good in that. And I'm sure actually when we watched um the Truman show back a lot. Yeah. Do you remember they're looking at the wedding video, the wedding yeah. pictures? Yes, yeah, yeah. And there's yeah. all the girls with like the same initial as their names, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. And I'm sure she was one of the one of the girls in that photo as well. Right, okay. And she's also uh stepbrothers, isn't she? Is she? She's like the wife of Yes, yes, yes. Is it Will Farrell's brother? Yeah, I know the and one. And she gets obsessed with um yeah, they have sex in the over the sink or something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What's his name? John John C. John C. Thomas? No, that's C. What that John Riley? John C. Riley. John C. Riley. John yeah, C. Yeah. Riley. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I I don't really know what to say, mate. I feel like um... I've shot you down a bit, haven't I? No, I'm no. sorry, mate. No, not at all, mate. <laughs> we didn't not... really discuss it. I just sort of ranted at you. <laughs> Why haven't? Liked it. There's not a lot to discuss, mate. It's like the scene as well with where they're doing the the word B because like some of the words that he has to spell and it's all a rig. Yeah. That he's getting all these really long words. Yeah. But some of the words that the, these supposedly intelligent kids have got into the final are going out at you thinking really would you have gone out of that you know? And they're just normal words and they're going out. I think the and problem I know you're is, getting the point is once is you've that discovered that you've you're not a fan of the film is you're now looking for like every, every flaw in it, because I think you don't notice that. And I don't think those things sort of matter so much. Yeah. I don't if you're know. you're enjoying the film. I don't know. It is the sort of thing I notice. If, if I'm honest to be, yeah, there was like six letter words they're going out at. <laughs> yeah. 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 One of the words in there was nougat and that, that, you know, that flagged up to me, but you know, I was enjoying the film, so I didn't mind it. You know what I mean? No. I noticed it, but it, it's not something that I felt. I know they was trying to say that like, he's getting all the long words and they're getting the easier words, but there could have been easier, harder, easier, easier words. You sort of more understood it, but yeah, I guess it's just yeah, a lot. Just I don't know. There was no, I don't know. There could have been more thought in this film. I, you know, I like a ridiculous comedy as well. Like you watch a film like Step Brothers, for example, and it is just ridiculous. Yeah, and but it sort of works within its own logic. Like I say, you know, I don't know. I just, just, yeah. Sorry, Nath. <laughs> you don't have to apologise to me, mate. I didn't write it or direct it. No, it's not my film. But just, keep, just keep going now because we got another. We got to pad this out. <laughs> what other films can we talk about? <laughs> What did you say you'd watch this week? <laughs> Snacks was the other one, wasn't it? But yeah. no, nah, I mean, well, mate, if there ain't much to say about it, there ain't much to say about it, mate. Have I written anything else? I've got two pages of notes here, but I think I've just ploughed into it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh.
<laughs> oh dear. Uh, well, s- swing and a miss, bruv. Yeah, it just yeah, it just wasn't for me this one. Um, uh, you know what? I got that impression, <laughs> and I was looking forward to it as well. It wasn't like I was in, not in the the right frame of mind for it. I was like, oh, this sounds like it could be good, and yeah, just yeah, I just did, it just didn't didn't do it for me. But there you go. Well, well, like I say, I really, I really quite enjoyed the film. It is weird that we've just gone and watched, last week we watched a film where a mum is having sex with her son and has done for his entire life. Yeah. And uh, I enjoyed that. (laughs) And this is like, yeah, people might be thinking, Trev, what are you fucking on about? Like, you know, bad words isn't that (laughs) Isn't as bad as Bad Boy Bobby. Well, they might very well think that. They will have <laughs> have to have watched both films to be able to think that. Yeah. I don't know, mate. I, I'm just struggling to get my head around the fact that you've you've taken that much offence to it. It just, just seems really odd that it wasn't wasn't your bag at all. Like, it's at all. Like, there's no, nothing no. in it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I think it's just because it started me off on the wrong foot, perhaps, and I just, like, as it went on, I was like, nah, nah, I don't get it. I don't get him. I don't get her. I don't get them. I don't get that boy. I don't get that relationship. I don't get that. <laughs> just, everything after I started watching it, yeah, it probably is, as you say, you start noticing. I don't know, like the first sort of five minutes, I was like, oh, this could be. And I don't know. I can't even remember the point where, but I know that once the that woman out of, uh, Donnie Darko was like, well, why are you doing this? And, you you know, you can't drop images when you see her of a battle axe, don't you? Because yeah. of the role she's had. But this time I was watching it going, no, she's right. <laughs> Siding with her instantly. I was instantly didn't like his character. And I couldn't, yeah, I couldn't, couldn't side with him at all. That's weird, isn't it? Because I, I sort of sided with him right the way through it. I just think, uh, you know, the whole fuck the establishment sort of process that he's going through to get to his means. I know that what he's doing is unfair to all of the other people that are participating because he's ruining it for everyone else just to try and get at one person. It's not that. That concept, like I say, if it was done differently, I'd probably enjoy it. And I'd think, it. you know, I just didn't. It's just the constant vulgarity of it. And I did, to me, it was just offensive for the sake of being offensive. There wasn't really anything clever in it. And then when the little boy phones right. the police, oh, there's a, he dragged a teenage girl into the cupboard. And it's like he, the police are knocking on the door and he says, What's, what, what have you done? What are you trying to do to me, you little bitch? Yeah. I know he's like referring yeah. to the little boy, but then they're like, what? What's yeah. going on? And then he says like, yeah, what is it he says? Keep your tits on or yeah. something. Uh, and Jen is just like, who Who says that anyway? <laughs> you know, it's just, it's just, well, what could he say that could provoke them? Although no one ever would say that. <laughs> it just, it didn't. It's like the, 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 the bit where he says, screw. Just, what? You know, who says screw? Why has he just said screw? Oh, it's a gag because the next thing you know, they're going to screw. Oh, it's, it's just, fucking jammed in there oh well it just there doesn't you go. that everybody is bad work yeah. <laughs> <sighs> well 
Well, sorry about that, Nath. You mate, you don't need to keep apologising. <laughs> I feel it's I no, do. No skin off my nose <laughs> at all, mate. It's not a problem. Well, thanks for choosing that. <laughs> <laughs> You're quite all right, mate. Uh, um, Won't fucking bother next time. No, <laughs> well, next time <laughs> it's not your choice. Next time it's uh, an audience choice, but because it's going to fall on Halloween, Nate, yeah, I've put it out there for them to choose a horror film. Oh, wonderful! So, uh, yeah, so next week, um, it will be our Halloween special, listeners' special. Ooh. We did say we weren't going to do one, but I thought, well, we're just as well, wouldn't we? Just as well do a horror film, but yeah, so that was. We need to talk about movies podcast. We needed to talk about bad words. Didn't we need to talk about bad words? Didn't we just? Didn't we just? Um, so, Nath, thanks ever so much for joining me. No, thanks for having me, mate. A pleasure as always. <laughs> Was it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, and thanks, everyone, for listening. Hope you come back next week. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway thanks everyone for listening and we will see you all again next week for another episode of we need to talk about movies podcast chase chase